Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Conversations on issues impacting Californians of all ages. Here's your host, Theon Gordon. Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Join us as we dive into issues and policies that impact Californians of all ages, particularly older adults, and learn how you can connect with AARP to make our state more livable for all. I am an AARP volunteer and your host, Dr. Theon Gordon. Today, we are with Ryan Kawamoto, Regional Program Manager with Older Adults Technology Services from AARP to talk about digital inclusion. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today, Dr. Gordon. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it is wonderful to have you join us. I like to dive right in and get started to let our listeners know what's going on. So can you share a little more about your work? Older Adults Technology Services, or OATS, I'm liking that acronym. Tell us a little bit about Older Adults Technology Services from AARP, as well as Senior Planet. Great. So Older Adults Technology Services from AARP is an award-winning social impact organization that harnesses the power of technology to change the way we age. What began as a free 10-week computer class in Brooklyn has transformed into hundreds of multilingual classes taught in person and online. Each year, tens of thousands of older adults participate in OAT's flagship program, Senior Planet, to find community and to thrive in the digital age. Nice. So Senior Planet and OATS are separate entities? So OATS actually runs our Senior Planet sites across the country. And at each site or region, we have partnership sites as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. Tell us a little more about why that's important. Absolutely. So for us, keeping older adults connected and empowering them to use technology to enhance their overall well-being is more important now than ever. Despite the major strides society has made with modern technology, 22 million older adults still don't have access to the internet. And this lack of connectivity poses a huge risk to the lives of older adults. Without access to broadband at home, American seniors are left socially isolated and unable to access basic services and public health information. And as a result, their mental and physical health suffer greatly. Wow, 22 million without access. It makes it sound like the digital world is exclusive for others. So can you share in clear terms, what does digital inclusion mean? Sure. So digital inclusion... I would actually argue that it's a social or civil rights movement in making sure all the older adults have access to the internet. As we saw during the pandemic, e-banking, e-finance, telemedicine, and talking to your doctor became an essential service, especially when we're asking older adults to shelter in place and stay at home during the public health crisis. And so what became before as just a tool to get information, visit a website, has now become absolutely essential in our daily lives. So what digital inclusion means is making sure our older adults are connected so that they can access the internet, so they can access all these resources that we saw were so critical during this recent pandemic, and now even more important on a day-to-day basis in our lives. 
Absolutely. And when you mentioned that 22 million without access, I'm thinking digital inclusion, there has to be a way to start including more people to have this access. What are some of the things that AARP is doing to get this inclusion effort going? So back in 2021, Older Adult Technology Services became a charitable affiliate of AARP. And what that's meant is our senior planet programming is now accessible across the country and where we've been working very closely with AARP state offices. And then also, as I mentioned before, in our local regions, we're providing in-person programming. Now, when you say in-person, do the older adults come into the offices or do you have volunteers or someone that goes to them? So we have an amazing curriculum team out of New York, in addition to local technology trainers that are actually staffing and have been trained to provide our award-winning curriculum. And so when you visit a Senior Planet site or a partner site, you're going to be in a class or at a special event with trained staff that have been trained to deliver our programming. And on that note, too, on our website, seniorplanet.org, all of our programming is accessible for free and online virtually. So again, talking about digital inclusion, making sure you have access to these important programs has become even more critical now. And on that note, one of our most popular programs is meeting twice a week where you can just log in over Zoom and we actually train you on how to use Zoom. All the basics from how to use your microphone, how to use your camera, how to host a meeting, all at the tip of your fingers by logging into Zoom. We also have a public hotline that I can mention at the end of the podcast, in addition to providing one-on-one tech support, both in person when we have a space in downtown Palo Alto in California, but also online. Now, those are a lot of resources and we'll definitely touch back on them. And I'm so happy to hear that there's so much that AARP is doing to help older adults. But as we think about it, I want to go back to this report that was done, a 2021 report from Older Adults Technology Services in partnership with the Humana Foundation found that 22 million older Americans continue to lack broadband access at home. Meanwhile, during the pandemic, as you mentioned, online access proved to be more important than ever. So let's touch on more about these inequalities that are happening and how do we get our older adults or people that are lacking broadband, how can they get access to something like broadband? Sure. So to take a step back in connection to the report, we learned that technology can be a life-saving tool for people living in isolation, particularly older adults. Not only does technology help strengthen older adults' social connections, but it can improve overall quality of life. And that's why digital inclusion is key to ensuring the health and well-being of America's older population. Research in the report shows that technology can help older adults build and expand their social networks, as well as improve their mental health and well-being. In addition to helping reduce depression and loneliness, the research demonstrates that technology also helps foster deeper feelings of connectedness to friends and family. I actually hope to mention later on some amazing programs that are in existence right now to help connect older adults. But really, this report just shows the importance of those connections, not only online, but in the community and with your friends and family. And it really is important. I have been with my family. We started using Zoom way before the pandemic. Years ago, we decided to do a Sunday call because we're all over the globe. 
And that Sunday call has just grown and grown. And we still do it every Sunday where we get to check in with each other. And it's so important. It's been important to my nieces and nephews, to my great nieces and nephews and everyone in between from the older adults to the younger ones. Having that connection just really brings home the heart of who we are. It helps us culturally. It helps us mentally. I'm always learning something new from the young people in my family. So I really appreciate this program that's going on with Oats. Let's get into another question here in terms of when I think about how I communicate with my great nieces and nephews and everything I learned from them. They're so quick on all of the technology. My daughter will just take my phone from me sometimes and say, look, mom, let me just do this for you. And and I'm like, no, show me, show me. What are some solutions in this Aging Connected initiative that bridges the gap for older Americans? So for our Aging Connected program, really it's an effort to help close the digital divide. Oats is working very closely to get older Americans connected to the internet by raising awareness of the government's affordable connectivity program known as ACP. The ACP is a unique offering that can be positioned to incentivize older adults to join the digital age. ACP provides low-income seniors a discount of up to $30 a month towards internet service at home. Beneficial programs like ACP and organizations like Senior Planet, which offers classes, lectures, and workshops that train and empower older adults to use modern technology, will ensure American seniors have the resources and support they need to reap the benefits of today's technology. So the program is called Affordable Connectivity? ACP, the Affordable Connectivity Program. Got it. And that is a federally funded program across the country to connect older adults to the internet in addition to providing a subsidy for eligible older adults to have subsidized internet plans or a discounted internet plan in the hopes of a more affordable connection online. Absolutely. So that's some of that area that can bridge the gap. How would someone find that program, the Affordable Connectivity Program? How would they find that? Great question. And so we actually have a website, agingconnected.org. And if you visit that website, there's a hotline that you can call for technical support, and you'll be able to contact one of our Senior Planet staff members live to ask any questions and have your questions answered immediately. In addition to on the website, there is a search engine where you can actually type in your address to see what subsidized plans are local to you that you might be able to take advantage of. Excellent. Excellent. And that is the Affordable Connectivity Program. And you can check with agingconnected.org. Very good. Very good approach to bridge that gap. So let's jump in on a few other topics related to digital inclusion. First, I want to talk a little bit about digital literacy, affordability, which we just talked about a little, and then lastly, safety. First, what is digital literacy and what is being done at the national and local level to improve digital literacy? So I took a definition from a few different sources, including the American Library Association and Microsoft. But for me, digital literacy is defined as the ability to use information and communication technologies to find, evaluate, create, and communicate information or the ability to navigate our digital world using reading, writing, technical skills, and critical thinking. 
So in becoming digitally literate, an older adult will need a device like a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop, a connection like Wi-Fi or broadband, and digital literacy programming like what Senior Planet provides. But on top of that, I'd also like to add a fourth component, which is ongoing support, as a lot of technology continues to evolve and change. So on a national and local level, I'm excited to say that we are seeing a lot of funding now being allocated to all four components that I just mentioned, and that Senior Planet is on the forefront of providing that support, whether it is connecting older adults to ACP that we just talked about for subsidized or local internet service provider plans, or potentially working with state departments on iPad distribution programs, and then, of course, our ongoing programming, both in-person, virtually, and through our licensing program, all meant to provide the highest quality of digital literacy support for free. I wanted to mention that we have multiple sites around the country. We have our flagship location in Chelsea, Manhattan, in New York. We have a location in North Country, New York, which is in the north portion of the state. In addition to partner sites in Montgomery County, close to Washington, D.C., San Antonio, Texas, and we actually have a center in Denver, Colorado. And then the center that I'm affiliated with is in downtown Palo Alto in California. All right. And you know, I was about to ask you, are there programs here in California to improve digital literacy? So Palo Alto is a little far from me. Tell me a little bit more about what I can do. Sure. And thanks for that question, <laughs> Dr. Gordon. Absolutely. So not only do we have our space that's physically located in downtown Palo Alto, but we also provide a lot of programming online. And Again, as I mentioned, all that programming can be accessed at seniorplanet.org. All of our virtual programming is free. And a lot of people have asked, oh, well, do you do recordings of your programs? We do have some short videos on our Senior Planet YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and type in Senior Planet as a search, it'll pop up a lot of how-tos in addition to some of our recorded exercise classes. But really, we like to offer a whole variety of virtual programming every weekday because we recognize that participants are going to have questions that need to be answered in real time. And that way, when we provide an Explore Tech Lecture, which is a class focused on a specific topic, we can then answer those questions either during the presentation or at the end of the presentation. But our curriculum includes over 60 different topics, everything from how do you download a podcast, for example, like the one we're on right now? How do you know the vocabulary when you purchase a smart television? And what is streaming? We have popular sessions on how to do virtual museum tours, which was incredibly popular during the pandemic when people were oh, sheltering yes. in place, but really wanting to still be exposed to art and culture. And again, all that programming is listed on our website, where for some sessions, you might need to register and those instructions are on the website. But for other sessions, all you need to do is click on the Zoom link and you'll be admitted right into the session when the session starts. I love that all these resources are available, but I still have to take us back just a little step here because I think about when my internet is not working and I make a call to my internet provider and they tell me you can get help by going to the internet. And I'm like, I can't go to the internet. It doesn't work. So I want to go back to bridging the gap, how people can get connected from the beginning, because the resources are there and they're on the internet. But the problem is people are not on the internet or not on that World Wide Web, or maybe they don't have that smartphone. What resources can we give them 
to start? It's sort of like instead of reading from the Kindle, how do we read from the regular book? Just we started with books, not the digital books. So I want to know, how do you move from the book to the digital book? How do you get to be on this broadband space? Great question. And so I would say that there are three different ways to connect with us. The first one would be to call one of our technology specialists. And I'll mention it's our Senior Planet Tech Hotline, which is 888-713-3495. Again, 888-713-3495. And Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific time, you'll be able to talk to a live technology trainer that will be able to answer any of your questions, whether it's what is 5G internet. We actually had a class recently where a participant said, you know, I want 5G, but I live on the fourth floor of my apartment. To me, it doesn't make sense. And that's where we then were able to explain, well, 5G is actually a network to connect and not necessarily what floor you live on in your apartment. So that's one first step. The second step, as I mentioned before, is that we do have our physical space open in Palo Alto. We're open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Where again, if you come in person, we're able to either set up a, we call them tech talks, which is a one-on-one tech tutoring session that can either be done in person, over the phone, or on Zoom. And then the final piece I would say is we offer in-person classes or courses that are either five weeks long or 10 weeks long, where that's where in our space, we will provide you a book. We'll also provide you with the device, whether or not that be an iPad or a laptop for the session. And in real time, in person, we can walk through the book, the device, and our curriculum to make sure that you can then transfer those skills exactly as you're saying from the physical book into the digital book. I love it. Thank you so much for offering that, Ryan. Now, affordability, high-speed internet access can be costly, especially with those on fixed incomes. You've already mentioned the Aging Connected program. Are there other resources locally or federally to level up and help adults and families get online and stay connected? From my experience so far, and I mentioned this before, a lot of funding, both from the federal government and state government, are coming down to local entities, whether that be the county or the local area agency on aging, to start rolling out programming. And so we're just at the beginning right now of seeing a lot of those dollars coming down. But I'm really excited because I believe that in the next year, you're going to start seeing a lot of programs that will either provide devices at a subsidized or even for free or more resources like ACP, where you can learn about low income Internet plans. But really, I do believe that a lot of help is on its way. And that's where Senior Planet is really playing an important role that once you're able to connect or once you're able to get that device, what's next? And that's where we're hoping to build that gap or fill that gap so that you can take our programming to really enhance your life and really connect digitally. Okay, this is great information. So I want to touch on the last thing I mentioned, which is online safety. According to an AARP study, 34% of the people aged 50 and older cited privacy concerns as a top barrier to adopting new technology. I know I don't want to ever click anything. I just get afraid they're going to take over my computer. 
What advice do you have for older adults to stay safe digitally and protect their private information? So some of the best practices that are taught in our OATS curriculum are when evaluating information online, ask yourself, what kind of website is this? Is the information up to date? Who is the author? Do they have an agenda? Are they selling something? And we also teach how to find out more about a website and its authors, including where to look for About Us and Contact Us sections on the website. We also give examples of reputable websites for health, financial, security, and benefit and resource information. And as I mentioned, all of our sessions are listed at seniorplanet.org, but I'd like to call out one session in particular called Protecting Your Personal Information Online. It happens to be one of our most popular sessions because what we do is we actually walk through what is a strong password? How do you create a strong password? What are password managers to help remember all the different passwords that you have? What's the difference between a HTTP website and an HTTPS website? And for example, we learned that S is meant for security, for secure, so that you know that you have a safe and secure link. These are things that we go through during the session, and it's really meant to be informative to help you really not only navigate online safely, but also when you receive an email. How do you evaluate the email as whether or not it's legitimate or a scam? And there's certain things that we look for there as well. For example, the email address that the email's coming from. Is it someone you know? Is it a recognizable email? Or is it random letters and numbers? Is the email addressed to you personally? Or is it addressed to just someone randomly or saying you? And are there a lot of typos or any sort of mistakes on the email that hint to you that this might be a illegitimate email? Oh, those are such good pointers. I'm going to have to take that course. I'm going to go into it immediately because I get these emails and I have recognized that. And I think the other thing that's really important is even though they can put a name as if it if it says PayPal or if it says Bank of America or Wells Fargo, or whatever the bank is, if you look at the actual email address that you're typing in versus just the name, you'll see it's different than what that name is. And that's how the scammers are really getting people by fraudulently putting a name up there. But if you look a little deeper and see, but what email address did it come from? I think understanding the difference between that as well. Wonderful, wonderful pointers there. What are resources for digital users to become more vigilant and protect their online safety? For example, you mentioned password protectors and things like that. I know using strong passwords would definitely be a way to be more vigilant. And I'm guilty of having a problem with that. But what are some of the resources that we can use and protect ourselves a little more? Great question. And that's, again, a lot of what we cover in our Protecting Your Personal Information session. For example, we go through different password manager websites there's a variety of different options, but this is where I really would encourage everyone to log into the session. We're hoping to offer it multiple times in the upcoming fall quarter that's going to start October 10th and go until December. But this is also where if you have a specific question in that session, you'll be able to ask that question, whether or not it be a specific example of passwords that you're needing to figure out or you're needing to remember how to best organize those. That's where, again, it's really, really helpful to have our technology trainers who have been trained to be able to provide that session in real time. 
And there's so much with technology these days. I'm in a hiking group. And in my hiking group this past week, we were just going through this thing. There's gotten to be 20 of us in the group now. And we've been using text messages to say, who's coming? Who's coming? Who's coming? Well, 20 is the max that we can do. So we have some younger people in the group and they said, let's just get on WhatsApp. And the older people are like, no, we're not going to do this. No, we just want, we just learned how to text. So, <laughs> so it's wonderful. Also, I think it's important for us to understand when we're in that 50 plus population that we can learn from some of our younger folks as well. They will come and help. And that's what they did in my hiking group. We're all on WhatsApp now sending our little messages and trying to understand it better. So there's so many opportunities to learn. And I love that Senior Planet is offering that to adults 50 plus with AARP. Thank you so much, Ryan, for what you've shared. I have another question and then I'm going to ask you if you have any last comments. But my question now, it's kind of digital, but it may not be. And maybe you can help me understand the difference in it. There's so much technology around when we talk about safety, just around your house as well. The doorbells that have the cameras and the locks that have the press pads and all these different technology things. Does Senior Planet have anything around that in terms of safety and securing yourself? Great question. We have actually just launched this last quarter a new program called the Tech Tank. And what it means is it allows participants to come in person, both in our New York site and our Palo Alto site, to test out new technology. So for example, we've been highlighting the Amazon Echo Show because we started to realize, let's say you're interested in a voice assistant device, but how are you supposed to learn what that is or be able to experiment or see all the features? So the idea now is you can come into our space and we are actually doing these sessions on Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. We'll walk through a demonstration of how to use the device, but then you get to play with the device. You get to pretend that you are making a recipe of chili, but you forgot what the recipe is. So you can shout out to the Echo, hey Alexa, what's that recipe on chili? What are the ingredients? And hear the answer back to you in real time, or learn the different features of being able to turn off your lights, be able to turn on your lights, just the maximum power of voice assistance. But we started to recognize that you may not have access to those devices. And how are you supposed to learn or see those features without being able to come in to physically play with the device? And so that's where we created the Tech Tank. We hope to roll out new technology, especially as new devices come out, and especially as we get feedback on what devices are of interest to participants. But I'm really excited to mention that. And on top of that, we also can answer questions about security related to the Amazon Echo Show, related to each specific device that we hope to feature. On that note, though, I just want to mention that at our space in Palo Alto, we have four Oculuses. We have a PlayStation 4. We have a Nintendo Switch. We have 12 iPads. We have four Apple televisions. We have 12 Chromebooks, 12 Zenbooks. And the whole idea, too, is come to our space and for free, you can borrow one of our devices within the space and just experiment and use the devices. And again, because we have staff on site to support you, we can also answer any questions that you might have related to any of those technological devices. Okay, Ryan, you're going to make me get on a plane and come (laughs) to Palo Alto. Do you have any other locations anywhere else in California? 
So we do have a list of partner sites. We're rolling out this licensing program. And actually, if you are a listener right now and you have a local older adult community center and you would love to partner with Senior Planet to roll out programming, please contact us. You can visit seniorplanet.org, click on the contact us link, and you can provide us feedback, whether that's to say, hey, I have an older adult community center close by. I'd love to learn more about how to have that community center partner with you. And that's where we'd be able to connect with them or connect with the participant to see if we might be able to roll out more programming across the state. But on that note, just wanting to still mention that if you aren't online, please call our hotline at 888-713-3495. And once you're able to then connect over that hotline, our hope is to be able to get you connected online where then you can access our programming virtually and then have access to all our resources. Amazing. So we've gotten so many great resources here today. They will definitely be on the site. We've got the Aging Connected program. We have seniorplanet.org is where you're going to go. If you're online, you're going to call 888-713-3495. If you're not online, you can visit Palo Alto, hop on a flight with me. If you're in LA like me, I have to go up there. I have something still in a box that is one of those echoes because I'm afraid I don't know how to use it. And so I have to get into the tech tank and visit there. Such good information. Ryan, is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up? Thank you so much, Dr. Gordon, for having me here today. I just have to say my day-to-day is a dream come true where I personally believe that Through connecting older adults, we're able to have them age with attitude, which is our tagline. And it's really making a difference as we've seen both in the pandemic and in the future. I really do believe that connecting online is our social justice movement of our time, because as we've discussed today, there's so many resources that have become so critical for older adults that can only be accessed online. So thanks again so much. Oh, thank you, Ryan. This has been so beneficial and very much in step with In Clear Terms. Thanks again. We have had the pleasure of speaking with Ryan Kawamoto, Regional Program Manager with Older Adults Technology Services from AARP, to talk about digital inclusion. In future episodes, we look forward to hosting experts and elected officials who shed light on critical issues in our state how AARP is working to ensure the voice of those ages 50 plus is heard and how you, our listeners, can learn more and act on these important decisions. Thank you for listening to In Clear Terms.